Hi, George McNeely with the Sports World Roundup. Coming to you this morning from Daytona, where on Friday, Dale Earnhardt was once again the best of the best, winning the International Race of Champions with a dramatic slingshot pass over Mark Martin in the closing seconds. I didn't have any other opportunity. Just wait till the last lap. Everybody was patient in line, and it, it worked for us. It was a tale of two Dales on Friday as Earnhardt Jr. smacked up his AC Delco Chevy in practice, and he must use a backup car in today's Napa 300 Bush Grand National Race. In the NBA last night, San Antonio beat Philly 98-94. Denver top Dallas, Utah over Golden State. It's fight night in Las Vegas. Ike Quarte going after the WBC welterweight belt of Oscar De La Hoya. We're going to give you guys a, a real exciting fight that, that people have been waiting for. We sure have. See the Golden Boy do battle only on TVKO pay-per-view. More from Daytona coming up, but first this. You're short of breath. Saving money at Priceline.com is big, really big. Backtrack side, Jeff Gordon has the poll for tomorrow's 41st Daytona 500. I think we've got the combination to win the Daytona 500 this year, the best car I've ever had. Hey, Jeff, having been first to the checkers here once, what do you think the most important strategy is? Patience, but, you know, staying out in front when you do capture a pole? Yeah, I mean, getting out front and staying there. Um, there's going to be some shuffling that's going to go on, and there's certain times in the race where, you know, it, that stuff's okay. Uh, but, you know, after you get past the halfway point of the race, you want to try to get the lead and keep it. You've just heard from the man to beat. My pick to win the Daytona 500, pole sitter Jeff Gordon. On the ice last night, Washington's won six straight. The Capitals beat New Jersey 3-2. Detroit got by Chicago 2-1. Nashville beat the Islanders. Carolina over the Rangers. Calgary nipped Boston. And Dallas beat Anaheim. That's the Sports World Roundup. Trackside from Daytona International Speedway. George McNeely on the CBS Radio Network. Good afternoon, everybody. Tommy Tighe with Sports Central USA. And I'm George McNeely at the Daytona 500 where the junkyard dog is barking about 340 miles into the great American race. The garage area here started to look like a scrap metal heap. A dozen cars involved in a wreck when Ford driving Kenny Irwin tapped teammate Dale Jarrett's Taurus, causing a domino effect at 190 miles an hour. Remarkably, I just checked in with the infield media center. Doctors say everyone is okay. Thanks, George. And now there's another caution at the track. 25 laps to go. Rusty Wallace, who's been leading most of the race, still has the lead. Jeremy Mayfield is second. Moving up to third, Dale Earnhardt, the 1998 champion. Final round play at the San Diego Invitational. Tiger Woods with a birdie on the first hole. GM Goodwrench Chevy driver Dale Earnhardt was the story after last year's Daytona 500. After 19 tries, he finally won the biggest race of them all. Now talk here in the garage area is focusing on Kellogg Chevy driver Terry Labonte, trying to win his first Daytona 500, now in his 21st attempt. We've had some pretty good runs down here in the past. Our Kellogg Chevy is uh, pretty strong. We uh, you know, knew he wouldn't probably win the pole, but we felt like we'd have a good solid qualifying run, and we did. So we've got to really work hard this week, get our cars as good as we can for the 500. While he was seventh quickest in time trials, Labonte knows he needs a strong finish in today's 125-mile heat in order to start near the front row Sunday. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. While he's considered a NASCAR Winston Cup rookie, former Indy Racing League champion Tony Stewart brings a wealth of experience into his first Daytona 500. And Stewart knows he'll need every bit of it while sharing the front row with Jeff Gordon. 
he's an icon in this series. You know, he's uh, he's he's the top dog, and everybody's you know that's the guy you got to beat to be successful here. Fresh off his third season championship in four years, Gordon will lead the field from the pole with Stewart alongside. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Valvoline Ford driver Mark Martin has never won the Daytona 500, and heading into Speed Week, he didn't think his car was good enough this year either. But Sunday's Bud Shootout victory has him thinking more positively. I don't get caught up in expectations. We work as hard as we can, and we do the best we can, and we, uh, we're not going to deal with expectations and disappointments. We're going to do our very best each and every time. With seven wins and 26 top tens last season, Martin was second in the point standings, the only driver able to keep pace with Winston Cup champion Jeff Gordon. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. At five foot seven and 150 pounds, it's not like Jeff Gordon is out of shape, but conditioning is so important in this sport. The race car, all the testing, all the driving that, that I do keeps me in pretty good shape. But, uh, you know, every year I tell myself I'm going to work out more and more. So, uh, again, I'll tell myself that again this year to just try to continue to, to stay in shape. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, I'm in pretty good shape. It's just maintaining that. Sure, Gordon's DuPont Chevy does much of the work, but these beasts don't have automatic transmissions like your car. And 500 grueling miles can take quite a toll on a driver. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Over the last several years, no one's been better than Jeff Gordon. The 1997 Daytona 500 winner captured a Richard Petty record-tying 13 races last season. A season which began with Dale Earnhardt winning his very first Daytona 500 after 19 unsuccessful attempts. There's always a mark to beat, and somebody always breaks that mark and sets a new mark, and uh, I think Jeff and uh, Hendricks Racing has done that. Earnhardt referring to Gordon's team owner, Rick Hendrick, who's back here after a life-threatening battle with leukemia. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. One guy to keep an eye on this week is Mobile 4 driver Jeremy Mayfield, 12th quickest in qualifying and third in last year's Daytona 500. After teaming up with Rusty Wallace and Penske South last season, Mayfield's coming off his best year ever. I have a lot of things that, that really contribute to our season that, that you got to have to, to win races and be competitive in the Winston Cup, so I can't just put my finger on one. There's so many good things happened to me last year. Not only did Mayfield win his first Winston Cup event last summer in Pocono, but he actually led the point standings for four weeks. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. So just how do you capture three NASCAR Winston Cup season championships in four years? Consistency, says 1997 Daytona 500 winner Jeff Gordon. What impresses me the most about last year was the 26 top fives, not the 13 wins. I mean, that's what wins the championship, and that's what we need to try to duplicate or, or uh, live up to. Still, those 13 victories tied the single-season record set by the king of stock car racing, Richard Petty. Jeff Gordon begins his 1999 quest from the pole. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. After a long career of nothing but tough luck on super speedways, Rusty Wallace came out of nowhere last year to win the Bud Shootout. The Miller Ford driver was a career best fifth in the 1998 Daytona 500 and sixth quickest in qualifying last Saturday. Never had a good fast car. Never felt like I ever deserved to win a Daytona 500. Just never had the car and the engine. 
that I really needed to have. And, and, and the last couple of years I have had, and this year is my best chance. Wallace knows a strong finish in today's qualifying heat will not only give him a good starting position, but also enhance his chances in stock car racing's crown jewel. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. It's become a cliche, but it's as true as ever. The best chance a driver has to win a big race is to be contending near day's end. Jeff Gordon agrees, and he should know. He won a Richard Petty record tying 13 races last season. We never expected that we were going to win every race. We just uh, did expect for us to be a top five contender everywhere we went. And if we could get a little bit more out of it, then, uh, then you know, we, we excelled at our jobs. Something Gordon and the DuPont number 24 Chevy team have been doing the last several seasons. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Chatter here in the garage area still centers around Ernie Irvin and Michael Waltrip, 8th and ninth in last Saturday's time trials. Irvin won the Daytona 500 in 1991 and knows the importance of a strong finish in his qualifying race tomorrow. You know, you got to get on, stay on the lead lap, and, um, you know, again, you can't hold back. You, you have to, like, show everything you got, but, you know, again, you, you're not going to take chances. Only the top 14 finishers in each of the twin 125s are as short of a berth in the Daytona 500. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Although he's a newcomer to motorsports, Green Bay Packers quarterback Brett Favre likes what he sees, so much so that he bought a piece of a NASCAR Bush Grand National team. Up until about two years ago, I didn't really know much about the sport. And... And it, it is a business opportunity for me, but it's not gonna, I'm not going to retire from football anytime soon. Favre will serve as honorary starter for Stock Car Racing's biggest race of them all, the 41st Daytona 500. So he'll be the one waving the green flag shortly after Associate Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas will give the command of gentlemen, start your engines. Thomas is the Grand Marshal. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Before Jeff Gordon can lead the 43-car field from the pole, he'll have to await a ruling from Supreme Court Associate Justice Clarence Thomas. You see, Thomas is Grand Marshal and will give the command of gentlemen, start your engines, while the honorary starter is Green Bay Packers quarterback Brett Favre. I think the opportunity is great. I'm looking forward to it. But I, but I can't say that in high school or college I was a big race fan. Favre will be the one to wave the green flag to start the 41st Daytona 500, but he's got a good arm, though not as good as last year's starter, Dan Marino. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. It was a tale of two Dales at Daytona Friday. Earnhardt Sr. won the IROC race, the first of four in the International Race of Champions Series. The world's best drivers from open wheel and stock cars compete in identically prepared Pontiac Firebirds, and Earnhardt Sr. passed Mark Martin on the final lap. Bobby Labonte wound up second. Martin relegated to third. Now, Earnhardt Jr. smacked up his AC Delco Chevy in practice, so little E, who was starting 16th in today's Bush Grand National Napa 300, will be forced to begin from the rear of the field in a backup car. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Were it not for engine trouble last year, Jeff Gordon was certainly poised to win back-to-back -back Daytona 500s. But Sunday's pole sitter would be more than happy to take two out of the last three. We hope that you know we don't run into any situations like that this year and uh, that we can get up front, stay there, and, and be real patient throughout the day. Patience is certainly a crucial commodity to possess when running a 500-miler like no other. George McNeely, Daytona Beach.
DuPont Chevy driver Jeff Gordon has picked up right where he left off. The three-time and reigning NASCAR Winston Cup champion was first to the checkers here in the 41st Daytona 500. His second Great American race win in three years. 1998 Daytona 500 champion Dale Earnhardt was second. Chevy's finished one and two. Ford driver Kenny Irwin was third. Jeff Gordon wins the Daytona 500 again. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. DuPont Chevy driver Jeff Gordon sent a message loud and clear, but let his driving do all the talking with a second Daytona 500 victory in three years. Gordon, who won the Great American Race in 1997 and is a three-time defending NASCAR Winston Cup champion, held off last year's Daytona 500 winner for the victory. You, you don't want Dale Earnhardt behind you because you know it's not easy to keep him behind you, but if you're going to win the Daytona 500, there's nobody that you'd rather have in your mirror that you're going to race for the Daytona 500 than Dale Earnhardt. Gordon began the day from the pole, but with 10 laps to go, Reed took the lead from Rusty Wallace, who wound up eighth. Dale Earnhardt was second, Kenny Irwin third. With purse and bonus money combined, Gordon pockets nearly $2.2 million. George McNeely, Daytona Beach. Jeff Gordon has his second Daytona 500 trophy in three years. The three-time NASCAR Winston Cup champion took the lead from Rusty Wallace with 10 laps to go and held off the Intimidator until the checkers were waived. It's a sweet victory when you can race with Dale Earnhardt right down the finish, no matter where you're at, but especially in the Daytona 500. Kenny Irwin was third behind Dale Earnhardt, while Wallace led for more than half the race but had to settle for an eighth-place finish. I felt like I had the best car today. You know, I, I did. I just, man, I'm just so heartbroken that this happened. I can't believe it. With prize purse and bonus combined, Gordon pockets nearly $2.2 million. What a payday. George McNeely, Daytona Beach.